welcome in to another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey. It is the final season, or final week of the season. I am just, I'm amazed how fast the season's gone by. Um, I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas and upcoming New Year. Um, do something fun, stay safe while you guys are out there on that one. Uh, don't party too much uh, because 2022 is gone. But, uh, but yeah, Welcome into the episode. I hope you guys had a great Christmas, like I said, and uh, it's going to be a fun show. Um, we're going to go over the league and kind of see what happened this last week, uh, where each person is shuffling out close games, not close games for anybody who's not in the league listening and is curious where people are at. Uh, we'll go over that. Then um, I was thinking about skipping waiver wires this week, and the reason why is because the truth is... It doesn't matter. You don't really, you're not stashing anybody. You're not picking anybody up. Um, injuries are kind of, uh, are pretty obvious on what's going on. Nobody's sustained, sustained, or sustained, there we go, any major injuries that they really have to worry about destroying their team. Um, I mean, Hurts Donut is the, the only one really with the, the, um, Jalen Hurts situation. And honestly, I haven't really heard very much on an update on it. Um, I was doing some, Tested on trying to find uh, doing like an, a little estimate to see like who who has to win what games are meaningful what games are not meaningful and I mean the, the truth is is the Eagles can lose another game and still get the number one seed so um, it's not it's not like they need to play him this week so my guess is if the if it's not a huge need then they'll probably just rest him one more week um, and then bring him in that following week to get the rust off and kind of go from there but uh, but yeah, we'll go over that. And then I found an article that was interesting that was written at the beginning of the season um, that was NFL records that could be broken in 2020, uh, excuse me, 2022. Um, and so I thought it would be kind of fun to go through those, see which people that they called out are close, are not close, um, all that fun stuff. Um, so we'll kind of go through that. Um, but first, let's let's go ahead and do a, a short recap. Uh, for anybody who is not in the league and isn't able to see what's going on, a uh, quick reminder, we had our first round, because again, we play back-to-back weekends. So you play the same person twice. Um, that way, if you had a really bad week, you might be able to come out of that. And um, Kind of like me last week, I almost pulled off that up- upset and came back after one bad week. Um, and the second week, I did much better. So, Yeah. Um, that's how we do it. We do it two weeks in a row. This is the second week of the last championship week though. So this is the very, very last week for our league. Um, and we are all done. So luckily one of the best things our league did, we have no week 18 games. So fantastic. Great job, Jake, for catching that and making sure that doesn't happen. Uh, because yeah, week 18 is one of the worst games to try to get players to play. Um, with that, we have the winner's bracket. And for first place, first and second place, you have Team Mess and Hurts Donut going at each other. Um, that game was actually a little bit different than I was expecting. I predicted Hurts Donut would pull it off and, and be good to go. Hurts Donut is currently behind by 30 points. So 30 points back, he has a little bit of room to, to catch up. He can do it for sure. Um, but yeah, he's going to have to he's gonna have to work kind of hard to find that right, the, find the right players to put in there. Um, next up for third and fourth place is Reed's Naughty Boys and Phoenix Vladdy Daddy. This game is much closer. However, v- Phoenix Vladdy Daddy is still 11 points ahead. So got some room to, to push back and try to get back into this game. 
Um, down into the consolation bracket, you have for uh, fifth and sixth place, losing with Mahomes and Gritty Gritty Bang Bang. This game is tight. Um, that and it's the highest scoring of all of them, ironically. Um, Gritty Gritty Bang Bang with 124 points against losing with Mahomes at 126 points. So it's a difference of about two points um, that it, that's going on there. So. Even though there's a oh that's the other thing too we how we play this in our league is um, the home team, whoever has a better record at the beginning, they are the ones that get home field advantage and home field advantage you get three points extra, so even though losing with Mahomes had the home field advantage, um, it's it's dwindling it's dwindling if without it he would be losing he'd be losing by one so we'll see how that game game pans out. And then Reed's Naughty Boys, myself, versus Team Fitz. I'm back in a hole again. I'm down um, a little under 30 points um, yet again. So not looking good again for me. Last place, most likely. Um, Mr. Irrelevant. You know, that's what, <laughs> that's what it should be. You know, I was thinking, we're trying to think of, like, different penalty or punishments for last place. I don't know if I should be giving ideas because it's most likely going to be me. Um, but fantasy footballers do one that's fun where you have to draft – completely soaking wet in your clothes. So you have to like go get in the shower in your jeans and everything, show picture proof to everybody that you're drafting that way. And uh, yeah, you have to draft your next year completely soaked. Um, I don't know if I want, if that's a good one. I mean, that's a decent one. I, at least you don't have to pay money or wear a thong out in public or random things like that. But we'll see. Um, I could come back. You never know. I, I There's always a chance. Always, always a chance problem is is looking at the matchups and stuff so um before we get into the matchups though that's kind of the the rundown of what happened last week you know it's all broken down um you can see who i don't know who you're rooting for if you're somebody who's not listening to this league uh, or not in the league if you have anybody you're rooting for um if there's somebody you're rooting for you know reach out to me on twitter you know tag them cheer for them let us know um but yeah we'll go over the breakdown of the games here coming up after I go over this really cool record section. Uh, I don't really have a drop for it. I didn't really think of an interesting drop that would go well with it. But the funny thing, <laughs> the very funny thing is, is it starts out by talking about quarterbacks. And the very first run at quarterback that they thought was going to be able to beat these records was Russell Wilson. So... I have NFL's stats up on the right screen, and then I've got the article on the left, so we can compare and see where they're at. Russell Wilson needs, for this season, This again, remember, this article for by CBS was written before the NFL season started this year. So all these stats and all these things that came out um, were written before the season, so they had no idea, so it's all kind of prediction. So Russell Wilson needs 42 touchdowns this season to surpass Tom Brady's 333 for the most by a player in his first 11 seasons in the NFL history. Wilson has 292 career touchdown passes. And the short version of that is he currently has drum roll, please 12, 12 touchdowns, not even close. Wah, wah, wah. Did not make it. However, on the plus side, everybody's paying attention to his toilets to touchdown ratio it is one for one. He officially matched his toilets in his mansion to touchdowns. So congratulations, Russell Wilson. We'll give you that record. Applause. Yeah, good job. Another record that they thought Russell Wilson could get is he needs 
13 wins to surpass Tom Brady's 125 for the most wins, including postseason, by a starting quarterback in his first 11 seasons. Nope. Uh, did not make that either. So, nope. Uh, next, he needs 3,000 yards passing and 20 touchdown passes, which we already know he didn't get, to join Tom, uh, Peyton Manning excuse me, as the only player to reach those mile marks in each of their first 11 seasons. So he's currently batting over three. The last one, a week one win against Seattle and a week six win, six or 18 win against Los Angeles Chargers could give Russell Wilson victories against all 32 teams. Russell Wilson would join Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre as the only team, only quarterbacks to in history to accomplish this. Uh, he did not beat the Seahawks, so wah, wah, wah. That, did, that one's not going to work either. So um, Russell Wilson's over four on all the potential projected uh, records that he could have broken this year. Now we're going to go to Patrick Mahomes. That's the next one. So Patrick Mahomes, he needs 4,500 passing yards and 35 touchdown passes to become the fourth quarterback ever with four career seasons of those totals, joining Tom Brady five, Drew Brees four, and Peyton Manning four. Um, yeah, with four careers. Yeah, so he would be tying Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees, and then we'll be one down from Tom Brady with that. And uh, drum roll, please. Yeah, he's got it. He's already got it. He has two more games left, and he's gotten them both well-established. He, he has 4,720 pa- passing yards and 37 touchdowns. So he's got them both beat. Which brings us to the next one. He needs 35 touchdown passes to become the fifth quarterback ever with four career seasons with at least 35 touchdown passes. Joining Tom Brady with six, Aaron Rodgers with six, Drew Brees with four, and Tom Brady with four. So he's got a few more years to try to catch up with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, but one more year and he'll be only one of three quarterbacks to do that. But yes, he has gotten his 35 touchdowns. So he's 2-0 and so far for the records. Uh, number three that they said he could break this year, he needs 2,264 passing yards in his first 12 starts to surpass Matthew Stafford at 21,254 for the most passing yards ever by a player in their first 75 career starts. Patrick Mahomes it has 18,000. Yeah, so we already know the math there. I did the math for you. Um, let me bring it up my on my uh, little sheet here. Um, in his first... 12 games, he had 3,585. So he blew that out of the re- out of the water. So yes, he's 3-0 on those records. Number four, he needs 23 touchdown passes in his first 12 starts to pass Dan Marino's 173 for the most ever by a player in his first 75 career starts. So again, I did the math for you. He needed 23 touchdowns in the first 12. He had 29. Boom. He had went 4-0. Four for four and oh. So, Russell Wilson, 0-4. Oh Patrick Mahomes, 4-0. Oh. Um, let's uh, let's do Tom Brady real quick. Um, I don't think... there's They got a lot in here, and I'm just trying to think if I want to do every single quarterback. I don't think I want to do every single quarterback. I'll do some ones that are kind of relevant. Tom Brady's obviously relevant. Um, Josh Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. Those are the ones we'll hit up next. So just kind of running through it, Tom Brady, he needs at least 5,000 passing yards to join Drew Brees in his record of uh, the only player in NFL has to record 5,000 passing yards in consecutive seasons and join uh, Brees 
as the only player with at least 5,000 passing yards in three different seasons. So he needs another 5,000-yard passing season, and he has a whopping 4,178. I don't think he's going to make it in two games. Probably not. That would be crazy if he did. Um, He also, next record, needs at least 4,000 passing yards to tie Tom Brady at 14 uh, 14 seasons for the most such seasons in the NFL. And he's got that. So he has tied Tom Brady with uh, at least 4,000 yards. So that's pretty good. They both have 14 seasons doing so. Um, He needs 2,431 passing yards to become the first player in history with 100,000 career passing yards, including the postseason. Brady enters the season at that spot. He has gotten it. So I think everybody watched that game too. Um, He needs at least 40 touchdown passes to become the first player in history to become to record 40 touchdown passes in three consecutive seasons. He is not going to make it. He has 21. So, needs at least 30 touchdown passes. And I said he has 21. So, he needs nine more to tie Drew Brees' 10 seasons. Uh, 10 seasons with the most, uh, excuse me. He needs 30 touchdown passes to tie Drew Brees' 10 seasons for the most such seasons in NFL history. Uh, Probably not going to make that. He might, but I doubt it. He needs 25 touchdowns, which he needs four more. This one's still on the line. He could get it in the next uh, two weeks. He needs 25 touchdown passes to to surpass Tom Brady, 16 seasons, for the most such seasons in NFL history. So if he can get just uh, four more touchdowns, he can make that one. So he's only gotten one. He didn't do actually quite as good as, uh, as a lot of people thought. Josh Allen has the opportunity to break two records this year. He needs 4,000 passing yards and, thir- and 30, excuse me, and 35 touchdown passes to join Patrick Mahomes as the only quarterback with at least 4,000 passing yards and 35 touchdown uh, passes in, the, in three of their first five seasons. So where are we at with Josh Allen over here? Drum roll, please. 4,000. He is at 4,029. And he currently has 32 touchdowns. He needs three more passing touchdowns to break that record. Um, I don't know if he'll, he, he'll make it. To, yeah, he'll make it, especially against this upcoming one against Cincy. It's going to be a, a, a big game. They're going to be throwing the ball like crazy on each other. Um, so, yeah, yeah, he's going to pass that one. Um, but currently he's not. Next, he needs five rushing touchdowns to join Cam Newton's seven straight seasons as a quarterback with at least five rushing rushing touchdowns in five consecutive seasons. Um, so he needs five rushing touchdowns. Let's see what he's got here. I don't know if it shows me this. Nope, it doesn't show me this on that as a quick glance. So I actually can't tell um, his rushing touch. Let's see if I can go rushing and if they'll show me. Oh, no, it's going to be a pain. So we're going to skip that one. I'm not going to know if that one's right readily. It would take me a little bit of research to do. Um, Justin Herbert, other Mr. Popular here, he needs 30 touchdown passes to surpass Dan Marito for the most by a player through his first three seasons. Does he have 30 touchdowns? He does not. Joe, Justin Herbert only has 21 touchdowns. So he has, he got to get nine more in two games. It's doable. It's hard, but it's doable. He also, the next record is he needs 30 touchdown passes to become the first player ever to record at least 30 touchdown passes in each of his first three seasons. So, yeah, he's got to hit that 30 30 touchdown mark 
if he wants to do this. Um, he needs 3,608 passing yards to surpass Andrew Luck for the most pl- uh, by a player through the first three seasons. Um, he does make that. He has 4,200. So he's got that one in, in place. And that means he has the next one. He's 4,000 passing yards to become the first player ever to record at least 4,000 yards in each of his first three seasons. So, which, by the way, I'm just going to go a little tangent here. I hate, I hate, hate, hate so much all these records that Herbert and Burrow are getting with these, like, first three seasons ever, blah, blah, blah. Because there's always, in my mind, an asterisk next to that. Because Patrick Mahomes is rookie year, he sat. So he never was given that he's not being, they don't count his second year as his first year as a starter. And so all these records just, ah, it's irritating. It's irritating to me. But I am a fanboy of Mahomes, so I'll take it. All right, last one we're going to go over is Justin Joe Burrow, since he's Mr. Awesome and everybody loves him and thinks he should also be MVP candidate. Supposedly that's a new thing this year, or this last few few days, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Um, he needs 4,500 passing yards to become the first player in NFL history to record at least 4,500 passing yards in two of his first three seasons. He has 4,200. He just needs a total of like 240 yards, and he will have that. Over two games, I hope he can get it. I mean, he should have it this next game against Buffalo, um, but we'll see. Um, he needs nine games with at least 300 passing yards. Oh, let's see if we can do this real quick. We'll bring up another tab here while we're talking. Um, so he needs nine games with at least 300 passing yards to surpass Andrew Luck for the most uh, such most such games by a player in his first three seasons. So, um, let's see here. Passing yards, we'll start week one. That's one, two, three, four. He only has four. He cannot break that record. Bummer, buddy. Nope, not going to happen. Double check. One, two. Oh, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four. Five. I said there's a 400-yard game in there. I missed. So I has five. Two more left. Yeah, not going to make it. Sorry, buddy. Needs one game with at least 400 yards passing to surpass Dan Marino with the most. Yeah, he got that one. There's a 481-yard game that he did. Um, so, yeah, Joe Burrow, two for one. Not bad. Um, all these records, man, just keep getting blown out of the water. Um, so with that... I'm going to pick and choose just two running backs and two wide receivers to go over because this could literally go forever, and this may not be very very much fun for some people to listen to who aren't really into this kind of stuff. But I love seeing the stats and stuff. So um, one last little area here, Derrick Henry. I want to go over Derrick Henry because he is amazing. He need, if, if he averages 100 – oh, is there going to give me an average on this? Attempts, yards, total – no, it's not giving me an average. Um, that's a bummer. Maybe if I go into his stats like this, can I see? Um, oh, that's his average there. Oh, hmm. I can't really. It's not giving me an easy one, and I have to do some math to be able to make it work kind of thing. So I'm going to skip that one. He needs 10 rushing touchdowns to become the fifth running back ever with at least 10 rushing touchdowns in five consecutive years. He's got 13. So he's good to go with that. He beat that record and needs two games with at least 200 rushing yards 
to per- surpass Adrian Peterson and OJ Simpson's six years, six games, excuse me, with the most such games in NFL history. So he needs two 200 yard games. Uh, did he get one this year? Oh, he got one. Oh, it's possible. Can he pull it off in week? He already played his Texans twice, though. Um, so Texans, the first game was 219 uh, yards, and then uh, the other one was two, 126. So he needs one more, one more 200-yard game. Can he do it? That would be crazy if he didn't. Because uh, I don't know if he's going to be as good coming up here. Um, let's look at Christian McCaffrey, because uh, I think he's kind of another one that is a big a big name one. Um, actually, no, I don't want to do Christian McCaffrey. I don't want to do Christian McCaffrey because it's just like it's kind of hard to, to average that when you got shifted to two different teams. I don't know if it's really fair. Um, let's go with Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor last year was supposed to be big at hotness, even though he had a bat. No, he got hurt. I don't know if I want to do him either because that's just not fair to him for all these records. Uh, Nick Chubb. We'll do Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's been in the in for a while. He's pretty regular. He's on the top. So Nick Chubb needed eight rushing touchdowns to become the fifth player in history to accomplish such a feat. Um, so eight rushing touchdowns. He is at 12. So he beat that one. Nice job. And he could become the first player in NFL history to average point, 5.0 yards per carry, minimum of 100 carries in five consecutive seasons. So let's see if we can see here if I go into his stats if it will tell me his average again I don't that's going to be kind of rough I'm going to have to do some math but doing rough eyeball math if he has to average 5 yards a carry um, week 1 was 6.4 5.1 4.9 6.2 7.9 4.7 5.7 4.4 5.7 ooh that one was rough 1.4 he might actually, he might actually do it. Um, yeah, he, that that would be pretty crazy. Um, let's look at wide receivers. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, we're going to go over Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. Those two are the two wide receivers we're going to hit up and look and see if they potentially beat the records that they were that were put in front of them. Um, Tyreek Hill needs six touchdown catches to become the first, become the fifth player in NFL history to become a player or record at least six touchdown receptions in each of his first seven seasons. Larry Fitzgerald, Her- uh, Marvin Harris, Don Hudson, and Randy Moss are the only ones to, to do that. And so six touchdowns, Tyreek Hill has seven. So he he got that record. He needs seven touchdowns to join Randy Moss as the only wide receiver in NFL history with at least seven touchdowns in each of his first s- seven seasons, and he did that. So good job. He's on the level of Randy Moss. That's crazy. Imagine him as a chief. That'd be crazy. It'd be super cool. Um, Justin Jefferson, his records, he had a number of them that were potentially out there. He needed 1,148 receiving yards to surpass Randy Moss. He has 1,757. So he surpassed Randy Moss uh, to have the most receiving yards by a player through his first three seasons in NFL history. Justin Jefferson has 3,000 yards in his first two seasons. That's crazy. He needs 1,400 receiving yards to become the first player ever to accomplish this feat in his first three seasons. He's done that. He needs 104 catches 
Um, he has 123 catches to join Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey as the only players ever with at least 300 catches in their first three seasons. That's crazy. So he's 3-0 and on his records. His last one that they set out for him is needs six games with at least 100 receiving yards to surpass Odell Beckham Jr. and Randy Moss, both at 19, for the most such games by a player through their first three seasons in NFL history. Jefferson has 14 career games with at least 100 uh, yards receiving. So let's let's jump into his stats real quick on a week-to-week. Like I said, he needs six games of 100 yards. I'm pretty sure he got that. Uh, week one, 184. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He has ten. He got four more. He has two more games to go. They need to win now. He's going to get two more. This is insane. Well, I hope you enjoyed just kind of going through some records, seeing um, what is going on in the league. I do think that this pretty well submits um, Patrick Mahomes as the MVP. If I was to if I was to talk about players that are not quarterbacks that deserve the MVP talk, though, I would be honest. If I'm being honest, Justin Jefferson does deserve that conversation, especially if he makes the 2,000 yards. If he makes 2,000 yards receiving... I think he deserves being in that conversation. Um, Justin, uh, Josh Jacobs um, or Derrick Henry, if either one of them make the 2,000 mark, I don't think they will because Josh Jacobs has 1,539. So he needs to get about 500 yards between the next two games. I don't think that's going to happen. So really, if I had to choose an MVP outside of Patrick Mahomes, it would probably be Justin Jefferson. I think he deserves that recognition for sure the one thing keeping him out of it in my opinion is the fact that he has so few touchdowns he only has eight touchdowns he's not a big touchdown guy apparently he's a yards only kind of a guy um so so yeah i would i would keep an eye out for that um the other person who could mainly because i'm a homer travis kelsey i do think he deserves some conversation in that um, did CBS actually have anything for him, by the way, tight ends? Let's, let's just look real quick because he did it. They did. He needs a thousand yards receiving, which he has, um, in, in order to be, be the first tight end in NFL history to have seven seasons without, with, with at least a thousand. Um, he needs 103 receptions, which he has 97. So he needs a six more, uh, to surpass Jason Witten for the most receptions by tight end in their first 10 seasons. Going to happen. Um, we already know he has enough of this, but he needs 994 receiving yards to become the first, become the fifth tight end, excuse me, with at least 10,000 career receiving yards, joining Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Antonio Gates, and Shannon Sharp. That is a elite, elite group of people. That's amazing. He needs 96 catches, which he's got by one, to become the fifth tight end in Nevashi with at least 800 career receptions, joining Tony uh, Gonzalez, Jason Witten, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharp. That's insane. And then needs four games with at least 100 receiving yards to surpass Rob Gronkowski and Tony Gonzalez for the most such games by a tight end in NFL history. And I'm pretty sure he has that, but we'll just look at his stats here for two seconds. Like I said, he needs four 100-yard games. Uh, week one, he had one. One, two, three, four, five, six. He has six of them, so he beat that. So he, he too, just crushed it this year. Um, so Kelsey and Mahomes are having just MVP level type games. And so I believe personally they deserve some recognition on that. Um, okay. 
So let's shift it up. Let's go back. Let's go over these last few games and see kind of what's going on. All right. We've got Team Mess. Uh, does he have a? Do they have a good matchup? So we're gonna go over this very first um, score. Okay. This is gonna be interesting. Josh Allen is playing Cincy. That's gonna be a. That's a must-win for both teams. Uh, probably more so for Buffalo. It's at Cincinnati. At Cincinnati is harder to play at than most people think. There's a good chance since he wins that one, but because I'm a pessimistic Chiefs fan, the the Buffalo Bills are going to win that game. Um, so he's going to probably score pretty well. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's questionable, but I think he's okay. Playing Dallas, that's a pretty good defense, but but, uh, but Tennessee, pretty sure has to win this game. Um, what's crazy though is if they lose this game, next week is decided on who's going to who, who wins the division between them and the Jaguars. But if they, if they win it, so if they win it, it, next week it determines that. If they lose it, next week determines that. So like this week really doesn't matter if they win or lose it. So it's kind of a bummer. Um, so this week for Derrick Henry, he they, they may not play him all that well, and they may not do a whole lot for this game, and they just may just be like, hey, let's get through it and move on and plan for the next game because the next game is the one that really matters. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, that's going to be a pretty good game because I think – they need to keep winning. Keenan Allen, they've got a postseason locked in, but I think they'll keep playing pretty hard this next week. DK Metcalf, Travis Kelsey, Allen Lazard, Browns defense, Tucker. Team Mess has got a secret, um, a sneaky good team, um, and his bench is pretty good too. Like he's got Juju, AJ Dillon. He's going to go pretty well. Um, he's projected this week to get a total of 226. Um, Hertz Donuts projected to get 195, so he's not projected to actually make up this space, but um, he's going to put in Gardner Minshew, which I think is the right choice probably for this situation. Um, yeah, he's putting in him as opposed to Geno Smith. Good call. He's got McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon. Good call. Derek Tyreek Hill. Good call. Um, Hopkins, Engram, AJ. I think he's going to be just fine. My prediction is Hearthstone is still going to pull it off. That's my prediction. Um, but everybody get your $20 ready to give to whoever wins this because the winner of this this one does get the 20 buck. Gets, uh, well, it gets the whole pot, so it's not just 20 but uh, 20 from each player. So it's pretty good. It's a good payout, worth the, worth the time for sure. Um, yeah, so let's, we'll see what happens. But I predict it's going to be Hearthstone. It's still going to pull it out even though he's down, down a little ways. Uh, next up, we got Reed's Naughty Boys versus Vladdy Daddy. Looking at the matchup here. Um, bring it, it's loading up. It looks like, oh my goodness. No way. How is that even possible? Reed's Naughty Boys is projected to get 194.8 points. Phoenix Vladdy Daddy is projected to get 194.8 points. They are literally <laughs> projected to get the exact same points. How crazy is that? Currently, Reed's Naughty Boys is up 
or, or is losing by about 11 points. Um, but he's going to play Jared Goff against Chicago. It's in Detroit, though. So, okay, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, and Garrison Wilson. You got you got Mike White back. You got Mike White, so that's gonna he's going to be good. Um, TJ Hawkinson, which is such a bummer. I had him for such a long time. He didn't do anything for me, and then you pick him up, and now he's doing good. I'm just saying, I'm not bitter. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> um, TJ Hawkinson, obviously great. Josh Jacobs, obviously great. Broncos defense against KC. Might want to change that because they just got 50 hung up on them. But maybe that's them. They're going to come back with some pride, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, but I wouldn't I wouldn't risk it. And then Harrison Bucker is your kicker. Uh, versus Daniel Jones. Blah. I just, man, I don't know. I can't knock Vladdy Daddy. He's been riding Daniel Jones for most of this this season. The cojones and the stomach for him to keep doing it and keep playing him. I mean, it's been working for him, but I just don't like it. That's no fun. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Latavius Murray, CeeDee Lamb, Christian Kirk, Dallas Goddard, Jamar Chase. Yeah, honestly, the things that are the places that are going to carry you. I bet Jamar Chase is going to be your top scorer. I bet Jason Myers, your kicker, is going to be your top scorer, and Kirk, uh, Christian Kirk, I think, or and Ceedee Lamb. I think those are all your top scores. Everybody else is going to be pretty low. Um, I predict, I predict Reed's Naughty Boys is going to pull it off. He's going to get third place. That's my prediction. Okay, um, now for the one that is really close right now, but. The projections are not as close as that previous one. Um, the current projections is that Gritty Gritty Bang Bang is going to pull it off. You got your QBs are going up against each other. Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. I give advantage Patrick Mahomes. RB1, you got James Conner versus Austin Eckler. Um, I give it James Conner as the, 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 the heads up on that one. Uh, Tony Pollard versus David Montgomery. I give Tony Pollard. Uh, Justin Jefferson versus DJ Moore. Justin Jefferson. Stefan Diggs versus Waddle. Ooh. With Tua's concussion, I'm going to go Stefan Diggs, especially in the Cincinnati game. I'm going to say Diggs. Um, Pat Fryermuth Muth versus uh, David Njoku. I'm going to go with the Muth. Uh, Muth is Luth for anybody who listens to the fantasy footballers. So Pat Fryermuth. Um, Amon Ra St. Brown versus Aaron Jones in the flex. I'm going to go Amon Ra St. Brown. Um, Bills D versus Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens D on that one. And then Suck Up versus McPherson. Don't think it really matters. We're going to go with Cincy, though. I think there's more scoring in that game. All that to be said, I do think Gritty Gritty Bang Bang is going to pull it off. I'm sorry, Jake. I think he has a stronger, um, stronger group of guys this week that are going to be playing. Um, so, yeah, let's look here. Last game, the very, very last game is for last place. Read them and weep. That's myself, and there's lots of weeping. Uh, versus Team Fitz, I'm down by 30 points. I'm projected to get 208 points versus 226 versus Team Fitz. Um, QB, Kirk Cousins versus Joe Burrow. I give it Joe Burrow. Dalvin Cook versus Joe Mixon. Uh, I'm going to give it Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kenneth Walker versus Ramondre Stevenson. I'm going to give it Kenneth Walker. Marquise Brown versus T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Uh, Jerry Judy currently versus Amari Cooper. I'm going to give him Amari Cooper. Uh, Cole Komet versus Kittle. Ooh, Kittle's been on fire. I'm going Kittle. Isaiah Pacheco versus Mike Evans. I'm going to go Pacheco. Um, 
Eagles D versus Steelers D. I'm going Eagles D. And then Brett Mayer, kicker Dallas versus uh, Cade York, Cleveland. I'm going with my kicker. Um, I think Team Fitz is going to pull it off. I really do. I don't think – I need another Kirk Cousins miracle. I need him to go off like he did before. I need to be him and Dalvin Cook just going off on this game. Um, and they may do it because if they beat Green Bay, Green Bay is eliminated from the playoffs if I was doing my math correctly. Uh, Green Bay has to win out to get into the playoffs. And I think they might need a little help, but they may not. I don't 100% remember. I think it might have to do with Seattle. Um, but, yeah, I if they lose, though, I think they're out. And so a rival always being willing to kind of put an end to their season, uh, Kirk Cousins could be coming out pretty strong um, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, players that I potentially should toss in there just for funsies. Because here's the deal. I, I needed to have some swinging for the fences. So I'm actually going to be bumping up. I'm going to swap out Jerry Judy, and I'm putting Kadarius Tony in there. I'm going to do it. We're going to try to get him some love. Um, and see, it's going to be a heavy Chiefs. of the, my, my Chiefs, the two Chiefs people that I was hoping for big, big games for and big uh, weekends haven't really panned out. But hoping for Isaiah Pacheco, and I will toss in Kadarius Tony there. So. With that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, um, wrap up the regular season and the playoffs all together. Next week, we will have a quick show going over um, the results and talking about Super Bowl probably and playoffs and who we think are going to make it. And uh, if interested, I may, may keep going on through the rest of this regular season and through the Super Bowl just talking football as opposed to talking uh, fantasy football. So I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Um, enjoy the new year. Um, let's go Chief, Chiefs. And with that, see ya.